Joes are in their studio over in Garland, Texas. Things you think you care about is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe. gentlemen welcome back to average joe's media i am the average joe boo here today with adam walker from highly unapologetic adam how you doing bud the below average adam (laughs) (laughs) well the highly unapologetic adam you know you don't have to you never apologize for anything and we actually applaud that so yeah yeah yeah. Uh, same thing yeah well it's all it's all relative really so uh all right, so before we get in, Adam, you got uh, you got a new platform that you're uh, you're gonna launch pretty yeah. soon, and so I want to give yeah. you an opportunity to let everybody, uh, you know, all my ears hear that. So uh, yeah, we're working on something, um, a new uh, music podcast, actually, uh, strictly music. My highly unapologetic platform, uh, but we're gonna it's gonna be called Sounds of Funk. And we're just going to get into everything, anything music related. Okay. Any idea on a launch date for that? Uh, no, I'd, I'd probably say within the next uh, month or so, maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe February. Okay. Being realistic about it. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I'm not just going to jump into it like that. <laughs> like we did the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay, so listen, you've been doing this now for, what, pretty close to two years, right? Almost, almost two years, yeah. Okay, and so uh, uh, we've been doing this for a little over, about two, maybe two and a quarter. And uh, so it's a new year. Podcasts are a whole lot like journaling. And there's a lot of people that make that one of their New Year's resolutions. They want to record more of their life, whether it's on paper, whether it's on audio, video, whatever. So you know that there's going to be a lot more people podcasting, starting their own podcast. What advice from a seasoned veteran, and dare I say pro podcaster, <laughs> what uh, what advice would you give to someone starting their new podcast? Honestly, the only advice that I would give is to just do it. Get going. Uh, yeah, just just do it. Dude, when, if you've got an idea, you've got uh, something that you want to uh you know record put down you've got ideas just do it uh don't let anything get in the way of it and that's you know something that something that we did my podcast should probably be like seven or eight years old if i'm being honest yeah Uh, that's how long ago right don and i used to talk about it really 
Yeah. Wow. And we, uh, we kind of let, let things get in the way. And when it came down to actually doing it, it wasn't that hard. I yeah. mean, it was just a matter of, of grabbing, uh, all the things that we needed. Yep. Mics, computers, you know, everything. And not even all at once. Cause I mean, yeah, I'm fairly yeah. certain that you built that up. Cause we did too. We started with a laptop and fake mics. Yeah, we, well, I bought mics, a mixer and a laptop all together. And then it was everything else. I started getting, you know, here and there. Right. Well, I, mean, I tell you what, once we got off that, uh, that laptop mic, and onto some actual mics and a mixer, it was night and day. I think I've went and deleted, not deleted, but just unpublished all the old episodes that didn't really have a lot of a lot of listens that were uh-huh. that were just using that uh, laptop mic. And so I kept the ones that were popular, but uh, but yeah, man, I, I unpublished all those just because the audio quality was ridiculously better whenever you got the equipment. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing too. Don't don't worry about being a pro on day one. Yeah, you're you're gonna suck. Like I went back and listened to my first episode, and I did it's cringeworthy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, so was mine, man. It, it felt forced compared to now. It it looked, right. seemed like we were trying really really hard because I think because we cared about like what other people were gonna say to us. Like we cared about that yeah. criticism that. You really shouldn't care about. I mean, feelings don't belong in this. I mean, this is something that feelings maybe belong from what you're about to say. But if somebody has something to say about it, okay, whatever. That like that's your opinion, man. You know, you don't have to listen yeah. if you don't want to. It's your choice to press play, right? If you're the listener. Right. So I mean, to me, we we had I I stopped caring a long time ago about criticism. I started making videos for class and man, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old kids, they're gonna criticize every little nuance about a video that they either don't like or find funny or whatever and so i just had to i had to put that aside a long time ago so uh people getting into this for the first time they maybe don't have that backing of of not really caring about what people think and man those teenagers are they're pretty harsh you know right or they can be anyways so i mean but yeah the first episode is is compared to now is garbage right Right. in terms of quality or whatever i'm not going to say content my content may have been spot on but just everything that you learned at the beginning versus what you put into practice now, you know, you make the next episode better as as best as you possibly can. Well, and that's the thing. Even content back then was was seemed forced. Yeah. Uh, you know, my plan. We freestyle. We don't we don't ever go into an episode with a topic right. at hand, or, or or if we do. You know, it's not necessarily a rule for us to stick to it. If we <laughs> take a if we take a left turn. Yeah. All right, we're going to take this left turn, and that's where it's going to stay. Yep. Just so we so we're not sounding forced. Absolutely, and and you get lost that way too, which actually makes the content better. Better, yeah, absolutely. That's how like right, Don and I, uh, you know, we're just conversationalists. We're not trying to. We tried to do this twenty twenty sucks episode, and we got about (laughs) fifteen minutes into it. We're like, yeah. Well, see you later. See you later. <laughs> let's let's get into something else because you know it was just it just felt too forced. So. Yep, yep. It, it felt like it felt like you you were trying to put something out, and I think you know partly I listened to it as well. Uh, I got about uh, 35, 40 minutes into it. I got into the part where y'all started talking about your new uh, platform with the the sounds of funk and uh, and it 
I mean, it, it sounded way better that last 20 minutes compared to the first 20 yeah. minutes just because it was right. you were more passionate about this new platform that you got going on, and you, as well you should be. Now, right. you haven't lost passion for Highly Unapologetic, the original the original flagship that you know Joe would call it, but, uh, I mean, it's just something else you thought of, and now you're wanting to run with it, so it yeah. sounded way better. Yeah, and we're going to keep doing Highly Unapologetic. Uh, as the as the big brother, uh, I think what I think actually what we're gonna do is do the music podcast maybe twice a month. Okay, and do it every other every other week. Yep. But along with doing uh, the highly unapologetic, yeah, uh, every week if we can. Yeah, that, that's gonna be man. That's gonna be good, and and also you're gonna be able to pull over some listeners from your base already. And then, right. then it's going to be even more streamlined. So anybody that wants to hear your take on, you know, whatever artist genre or, or whatever the topic is or whatever the, the music is that you're going to focus on. Uh, right. You know. I know so many people passionate about music, yep. you know, like me. So, well, and uh, that also, I think that opens up your ability to have different, like a, a greater, broad, a broader range of guests on right. your podcast. Like I've asked, I've asked many friends to come on the regular podcast before, and I, you know, I really don't have, I don't really have anything to talk about. I'm right. Like, okay. Cool. And those same people are already reaching out. Right. Oh, I could talk music. That's right. Okay. That's right, man. So the thing that I I found with guests is they're like worried about what they'll say on on a public mm-hmm. platform, and so that's yeah. the thing that kind of makes them reserved. I listen. I look at the guys whenever they hear. I said, we don't cuss. Everything else is fair game. I mean, innuendos have happened like crazy. Uh, if you feel like you have to put take a stance on, on a political issue, okay, whatever. We're not going to jump into the deep end of that because, you know, me and Joey aren't that well-versed at it. But, okay, if you got to say it, you got to say it. Just don't cuss. And uh, and once, you know, once they say that, a few words have popped out here and there, which, you know, is what it is. People get into their own little ruts, and uh, which, hey, I'm guilty of as well. But, uh, you know, you just can't worry about what people are going to think or people are going to say because you are you in the end of, at the end of the day. You're going to say what you're going to say. You're going to think how you're going to think. Why not just record what you want to record? Exactly. So, uh, man, I'd say be consistent with your recording, as consistent as you possibly can be. There's exceptions, obviously. Uh, I think this is like it's been three weeks since we recorded, but uh, we, we recorded – extra episodes because we knew this holiday break was going to be uh, a little bit difficult to to time up with even even joe's not here with me today uh because of all the holiday stuff so uh but as consistent as you possibly can be what i didn't want to go would be a, a monday without a recording you know or yeah. a, a weekend without a recording so uh you know my old buddy adam playing the Fortnite, getting those 2021 dubs Hey, let's yeah. record something. Let's get it on. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, and I was going to say that the topics are relative too, man. There's 18 million podcasts out there. So topics are, are completely relative and your take is always different than anybody else's. And guess what? Just like you're doing, and you're not starting over per se, but you can always start a new one or you can start over whatever you want. It's a it's a live platform. You can take off what you don't right, like. Don't you mean. can put on what you do like, you know? Yeah. So that's what I that's what I love about Don and me. We disagree on ninety percent of everything. <laughs> that makes for a good show. 
Oh, it makes for a great conversation, and it's something that we're not going to argue. We're not going to, you know, get get mad at each other about, you know, this and that, but right. I just think it makes for a better conversation. Well, absolutely. If, if you're just going to sit there and agree with everything all the time, uh, well, That's- see you later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any. You don't have anything to talk about because everybody's yeah. on the same page. So, I mean, listen. There's a lot of things that Joey and I agree on, but I, man, I bust his balls a lot of times just to, just to make him think differently, or make him try to come yeah. up with something different, or make me try to come up with something different, just so it's not bland, you know. And and it's a it's a flowing conversation. But man, it's it's anyway. it's a lot of fun once you get it going. Oh yeah. So, and I'd say absolutely worth it. Yeah, do it with somebody you like, too. Yeah, as best with, you can. Yeah, do it with a friend. Yep. Uh, and that's, that's, that's something that you, you kind of delved into the issues of that, uh, that I, I haven't had those issues, or at least not yet, hopefully not ever. But uh, Joey and I have been, have been partnered on this thing constantly since day one. Uh, yeah. There's been a couple of times where I've ventured out on my own for a couple of episodes, got to get the recording in, or he's unavailable, or whatever. Uh, the one time I came to San Antonio, that first time we uh, we crossed over, um, yeah. you know, even still we tried to get him on the phone. So, oh, and and oh, we got him on the phone for sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, we did. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so uh, that you know the, the the mute button I think was used a lot, but uh, for us, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but anyway so uh but he and i have been consistent in here he's he's that website guy he's the he's the person that basically gets all the social media stuff going and man he's he loves doing that type of stuff for me i'm logistical completely i'm the guy that that sets up that uh produces everything and gets really irritated when things don't go right but from a logistic standpoint and so, uh, like all the little technical glitches and issues that we've always had, uh, man, sometimes they just, they drive me up a wall, but that's because that's my, that's my niche, you know? Yeah. And so anytime there's social media issues or social media things, it's what drives him up the wall, which is great yeah. because then I don't got to worry about all that. And that's a, you know, that yeah, has but- a much, much greater arms reach. So I let him deal with that. So but yeah, man, you've you've gone through how many how many hosts or co-hosts have you gone through? Shoot, uh, let's see. Jason and Right On started it. Right. Jesse, Stephen, Jazz, back to Right On. Right. Okay, yeah. so uh, and Wes was there for oh, for a hot yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Wes. So uh, and what is it? It's it's something that just comes up, right? Uh, whether yeah, it's another just, job just, or family or whatever. So San Antonio is not really like us where you have the Garlands, Mesquites, and, and everybody who you grew up with grew up on the same part of of you know, the the city. Right. San Antonio is so spread out uh, where I, I don't know how far Joey lives. How far does Joey live from you? Well, right now, uh, he moved to Wiley. It's about 30 minutes. Um, okay. Maybe, I mean, 25 maybe on a good day. Yeah. Yeah. So, on a good day, uh, jazz to me is probably a good 35 minutes. Okay. On a good day. Yeah. Uh, and on a bad day, hour and a half. Right. That's, yeah, that can take a lot out of you. And so, doing that, doing that four times a month, I know that, I know that gets old. Right. Right. Well, see, uh. So, you know, once once the old average Joe 
and Joe Boo, once we figure out our financial situation and put them in a, in a nice standing, which I don't know how long that's going to take, but the, uh, the ideas out there, we're talking about potentially uh, like a neutral recording studio where we, yeah. where we rent a space and, uh, you know, we whatever, pay the bills, get the internet out there or whatever. It's, gonna be, it's not going to be very big. It doesn't need to be very big, right? So yeah. in terms of dollar for rent it doesn't have to be a gigantic number but it's going to go up a little bit once we have all those other little expenditures but we're talking about potentially doing that but then we're also potentially talking about trying to monetize in a way where we can rent the studio out right and people don't have to then buy their equipment they can come to wherever we're at record and then just you know rent the studio for an hour or for two hours or whatever just like a recording artist would do yeah yeah. So, anyways, those are those are kind of the plans. We've we've also done some advertising and stuff. You've heard all that, all the little uh, sponsored buys and stuff. And yeah, I mean, to me, unless you're going to qu- quit your nine to five, don't make your podcast about money. Don't oh, yeah. don't do it because it's not it's not ultimately going to be worth it unless you're putting a million percent into it. You know, right? So. Anyways, just put 100% of yourself into it whenever you're the, whenever you're there. Have a good time. Put out some episodes. And if it takes off, it takes off. If, if you get by seven, you've succeeded. That's right. That's right. I think uh, I, th- I know that we're – I think this episode is 113 for us, which yeah. I'm – man, I'm stoked about. And, I, you know, we got, we got those uh, stickers or posters or whatever that say 100 Club because that was a big deal for me because – once I started this thing, I, I was like, I, is it going to have the legs? How far is it going to go? How many episodes am I really going to do? How much do I have to talk about, right? And so turns out a ton, which is great. Yeah. So uh, 200 episodes now is, is my next target to, just to get to. And so, I mean, that's that's my deal. Push Push your content unapologetically, but then give yourself little goals to hit and be be happy, be ecstatic, you know, be Top, over the over the moon, whenever you uh, whenever you hit them, that way you're you're looking forward to your next one. All right. So, Agreed. anyways, uh, but yeah, man, you guys in the new year, you're gonna start a podcast. I know a lot of you guys are thinking about it out there. So, uh, you know, there's some advice for you. Hopefully, you hear it. If not, that's okay. Somebody else did. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So this one came across my phone the other day, and uh, and your greatest fear. What is your greatest fear? Now I know you don't fear a lot. You know, you're a you're a you're a ma- you're a manly man, Adam. I know you are. But what's uh what's your greatest fear? My biggest fear now is failing Riley. Okay. My son, if he grows up to be a jerk, right? Uh, just you know, my 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 goals for him are him to just be uh. A fantastic human being in general. Absolutely, absolutely. And if he goes, if he goes the opposite way of that, then you know that's that's what I that's what I that scares me. Okay, wow. Have have you seen any signs that 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 is that you're gonna not have to worry about that, or have you seen signs to the opposite effect that ooh, uh, maybe for, for the most part. Uh, he, he's a, he's a real good kid. Okay. Uh, uh, I had a little, um, so he, he's 12 in seventh grade 
Uh, and the other night he texted me uh, before I came to pick him up. I was at work. I was getting off. I was going to go pick him up. And he says, hey, tomorrow, can you drop me off at my friend Jackson's house? He's going to have a party. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, and I, you and I have been in high school and middle school. Yeah. So we're already talking about going to parties. So I'm just looking for that part uh, to kick in. You know uh, what I mean? Because usually, you know, up until now, he's been cool with, nah, I'll just go over to my dad's, you know, no big deal, hang out with my dad all weekend. And so when the f- conversation first started, it was, uh, hey, man, I get off at, at this time tonight. You want me to come get you? Nah, I'm supposed to hang out with my friends tonight. Uh, and I did and I didn't know how to answer, and I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, but no. But all right. And so, so it begins. Yeah. And so it begins. And so, you know, <laughs> I know I, I know the roads that are out there for him to choose. Yep. And, and it's starting to it's starting to really set in that, he, I mean, he's becoming his own person. Yeah, the realities are, are hitting you in the face right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just hopefully he is going to choose to be the right person. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so you went a little more, man. You went, you went really like philosophical on that, which I, hey, I appreciate because I went extremely, extremely uh, irrational, <laughs> man. And here's the deal, man. You witnessed my my greatest fear. You witnessed it uh, in what was it in uh, what, October, September, whenever whenever we went to Lake Travis. You witnessed my greatest fear. Now. My greatest fear is not jumping off a cliff into a, into a body of water. Okay, <laughs> my greatest fear is falling to my death. Oh, okay. You know, and so yeah, the unknowns of what's under that water where you can't see below it, the uh, the seeing the the Adam who is larger than I am in all aspects, uh, hit the water, and I'm I'm just outside of my my uh, window right of of healing from my surgery in my stomach. Uh, man, dude, you hit that water so hard. Whenever you hit it, I, I mean, you were the first one to go when we were all up there, and I just said, nope, nope. <laughs> Something in me said nope. And so, I mean, I'm glad I ended up doing it because it really wasn't that big a deal. But, man, every time I'm in a roller coaster, uh, when I was up on the stratosphere in Vegas, I think that thing's yeah. even maybe caged in, and it was it was nerve-wracking. Um, man, there, there's so many things where you just look down and, and the fear of falling is, is what overcomes you. And everybody says it's a fear of heights. Okay. You can be really high and not be afraid of something like when you're in an airplane. Okay. But as soon as you look out the window at an airplane, you now think about falling out of that airplane and that's when the fear yeah. takes over. And no, so, yeah, I'm man, so that one, I mean, dude, you saw my, my legs were shaking so bad. It, it was like I was in an ice bucket or something, like a full-body ice bucket. It was ridiculous. I don't even think I felt my legs when I jumped off. I, mean, I felt my butt when it hit the water. That's about it. Yeah. But No, I, I agree with that. I've got a, I've got a bad fear of heights. Yeah. Well, and, and you uh, know, I, I agree with yours as well with my kids. You know, my job in this life is to – is to make sure they are successful or, or have the 
ability to be successful in, in everything, not just in their yeah. job, but uh, in their relationships and, and their personal goals and, and everything. So, um, and if, if I feel like it's a direct reflection on me or, or let's just say all kids are a direct reflection on their parents. And if they're, if they grow up to be garbage, well, there's a, there's a high likelihood that their parents allowed that to happen, right? They just didn't yeah. step in at the right time or they, you know, they could have done something that they chose not to do right. or whatever. But yeah, man, I'm all over that. I got my three girls are, are, are everything in terms of, you know, I want them to be completely set and make those good decisions. And I know it's, I know it's not always going to happen, but, uh, but man, I, I'd like for the, I'd like for the good to far outweigh the bad. Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, they can get over that if the ratio's in their favor. So, okay, so it's it's New Year. So, first of all, if we haven't said it already, guys, Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Uh, 2020 in, did indeed suck absolute balls. It was horrible from start to finish because COVID decided to travel from China in late December over to the United States. And so, and I, pretty much everywhere, I guess, except in China, which yeah. we have graphs that identify that. But... Uh, but anyway, so once that happened, <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> so we have, we, we have all this, all these things that happened because of it, right? Everything shut down, whatever. So 2021's here, nothing's gone away and there's no, it's not that today's a magic switch from 2020. It's just that there's 365 days to now look forward to, right? All right. That maybe there's something new on the horizon that uh, that's going to make things better, outcome better, um, uh, whatever you know, decisions by the government better, you name it. So, uh, anyway, so happy New Year! I want you to look back and tell me three things, or it, it doesn't have to be three, but you know, three is a good number of things that you would have honestly done differently for within 2020. Well, let's just say because, ever. Well, I- Okay. Yeah. Uh, my first one, I think about this all the time. Uh, I played college football. Yep. Uh, I think if I could do it all over, I would take weightlifting, film study. Oh yeah. And and practice. Yep. Starting starting in seventh grade, a lot more serious. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Would, you know, those are three things that I hated. I hated. I hate. <laughs> I hated lift. I hated being in the gym. I hated lifting weights. Yeah. I, when when everybody's in the gym, I was I was out running open gym with the basketball team. Nice. You know, yeah, I did that thing. too in baseball season. Man, uh, I, I rolled my ankle one time and I was scared. Man, I went to go get it wrapped. I was scared. I was gonna suffer some consequences, but I got out there and I played. <laughs> right, man. Uh, film film study. Yep. I uh, you know I hated it. That, that was just an hour of my time that. I wanted back, uh, as well as being in the playbook and uh, practice. I just didn't want to be there. Okay, just let me let me come on Friday nights and do what I do. Yep. And you know, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's how you were, right? That's and you yeah. would have done that yeah. different. I mean, I, I think I'm right there with you as well with baseball, with with other sports. Uh, I was slow as Christmas. I I could have done so much more to uh you know put weights on my ankles and train to try to be a little faster right speed is not 
something you can teach somebody, but quickness is, right? right? And so it doesn't matter specifically how fast you are in a straight line. If you can get that start quicker, then you're going to increase your time, whatever that time is. So, I mean, dude, I was I was like a 5.540 at my best. Uh, a one-mile time, I think, at my best was seven and a half minutes. And that's, uh, uh, I think, I mean, that was like 7.30, maybe 7.31, which is horrible in high school if you're a, a religious athlete, if you're playing all the time. And so I was just... And I wasn't fat. I just wasn't in the best shape as I could have been. I was, however, in the best shape of my life. <laughs> but I could, right. I just didn't take it to where I could have, you know. Right. And so, anyways, but yeah, man, I'm right there with you. I wish I would have. I wish I would have known what it took whenever I was starting it. Right. Right. Because so, that would have that would have carried over to in life. Because when I quit college football, uh huh, I I quit working out. Yep. I quit running. You know, and, and that. So, what what are your uh, in uh, in college football? What was your uh, what were like your measurements? What what type of body were you? Uh, when I got to college, uh, I want to say I was like five eleven, one eighty five. Okay. When I left my first year after one year of college football, I was six two two twenty five. So prime athlete in the next level right yeah so i mean that's kind of where i'm at with you i was six six foot six one i think i was the the half inch between the the full six one and uh and 215 and i mean if you look at the average athlete outside of uh outside of college well even in college because i would have been okay with having some of my college paid for and not gone professional right uh, but six six foot up to six two, somewhere between six foot and six two is an average athlete that gets either college paid for or they make a living at it. And right. uh, and so weight is also the same. I mean, it's anywhere between one eighty and two forty. Depend also, you know, there's obvious offensive linemen are going to throw that statistic out of whack a little bit, and then your occasional like. Uh, uh, your players like Altuve, you know, the guys that are 5'6 and 125 pounds, it seems, right? They're going right. to throw that type of thing out of whack as well. So, But anyways, if you look at the the basic body type, me and you were were right there in the sweet spot. So uh, now, just from just from numbers on a piece of paper. <laughs> Once you put uh, once you put times on that piece of paper, the sweet spot started to uh, started to get a little dimmer. But, yeah. uh, anyways, but yeah, so, so I put on here that, uh, saving money, like whenever I was younger, I wished I would have learned to save money better. Um, right. you know, and I get this, I don't know if I get it from my parents or whatever, my dad's impulse to buy something where he's like, oh, I gotta have this. But man, anytime I go out, uh, I want to experience everything I can with every dollar that I have. So, right. or at least have to spend. And so I've learned this in the last, you know, few years being on my own and everything, which is another thing I would have done differently. You know, the vetting process, um, whenever you're selecting your partner, I would have, I would have taken that. Uh, I, I wish I would have had some, some hindsight or some foresight, whatever one it is to be able to, uh, understand I should have vetted better, which includes myself in that, but 
Does it? No. Anyways, but uh, but saving money, man. If I would, if I was gonna go out to eat, I, I'm buying the filet mignon. I'm buying all the fixings, and if I have money for dessert, I'm buying dessert. And yep. so, but I'm the but I did that with everything. It was movies, man. It was one time I think I spent a hundred dollars at the movies for me and my three kids. Yeah. And I was like, I want you to experience this. We went to the we went to the marquee suites up at, up top in the B and B theater in Wiley, where they you know they had the service, uh, they had the full menu or whatever. And so we bought the tickets, which the tickets there were at that point were twelve. 14 bucks, something like that, which is kind of cheap, but they know you're going to spend money at the, with the server. So the meals were all 12 bucks a piece. So for four of us, there's another 45 bucks and then your tip. It was, it was, it was way too much money. I think we went and watched, uh, you know, I I got three girls. We went and watched frozen two. And so number one, that was way too much money to spend on that movie specifically. (laughs) <laughs> right. So for me, it wasn't about the movie. It was about the experience with my girls, right? And having them yep. feel like they were kind of pampered a little bit. Uh, but yeah, man, if, if I was a penny pincher or whatever, I'd be sitting so much, so much more pretty. I had so many jobs growing up where I made 10 bucks an hour that, you know, it wasn't taxed because I was, what, 14 years old and the guy just needed day labor. Uh, Charlie Amex. You mean, do you remember oh, the, yeah. uh, the cardboard cutting? Yep. Uh, so he paid us great and it was, he just needed the extra hands. It wasn't because he was trying to make us make a living at it, but whenever he had a job, I mean, he, we worked for several hours and did a lot of stuff for him and, and we had good un, uh, untied money, you know, just, we could do whatever we wanted with. And unfortunately I did, Yeah, <laughs> I'd say unfortunately, but I mean, I, I bought a lot of stuff and I, I don't feel like I really wanted once I started getting my own money, you know? Yeah, so I agree with that. I think impulse. Uh, one thing I would do less is impulse spending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I think more along the lines of electronics. Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. You know, I don't think anyone cares what kind of phone you got <laughs> or you know anything like that. But yeah, I had I had to have it when it came out. Yep. You know what I mean? Whether there was the new iPhone or the new Samsung, or whatever, I wanted it, and I would. You know, spend whatever I needed to to get it. Yeah, yeah, and you felt really good for a minute. For about for about two weeks, and then again, it's just a phone. Yeah, and you you then you look back at it and you're like, man, I could have I could have gone on another little mini vacation. <laughs> if, I could right I if I just stuck I with what I had or whatever. I could have held on to this other phone for another year because I've only had it for a year. Right. And, and, you know, had, you know, had that 1200 bucks in my pocket. Right. Absolutely. Oh man, that's such garbage. They, and they do it to you. Those companies, yeah. man, they stick it to you as best they can. And they, they generally do. They generally win. But, uh, so the last thing I think that I would have done better is, uh, I would have got a PE or health job as a coach, Say as what? a high school coach. Oh yeah. A PE or health job as opposed to math. Uh, listen, I love math. I love math. I love the logic behind things. You know, I told you I'm the uh, logistics guy. I love how one and one goes together and makes whatever you need it to go or whatever you need it to do. Um, I love that logic aspect of life. 
there's a lot of people that I, I use that with. They hate me for it. But, uh, but it, it makes sense to me. The thing I wished I would have understood is that once you have that math cert- certification, you have to pretty much retire to get out of the math department out of school. Yeah. So I wanted to be a coach ever since I was in high school. Right. I knew that eventually I'd want to be a coach. Whenever this athletics thing dies for me, where I'm the athlete, after that I want to transition into coaching. And so I've wanted to do that for a long time. And uh, and so I was really good at math. Steven, my oldest brother, he said, I'm going to be a math teacher because I'm really good at math. And there's a lot of math. There's a big availability for math teachers everywhere. And I was a junior in high school when we had this conversation. So I already knew I wanted to coach when I was done. So, all right, let's go get a math degree so I can be a math teacher. Of course, I also looked up to my brother at that time. And, uh, and so, hey, why not, why not have something in common? Both be high school coaches, both be math teachers, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I, I played that one wrong. I should have definitely been a PE or health teacher because yeah. the, I, didn't, I didn't fully recognize recognize the uh the demand on the core subject teachers right and i think that's changed over the past over the past decade since i started 13 years ago but uh i think that's increased on the burden of the on the shoulders of the teacher a lot more than it should because you know i'm a i'm a huge believer in letting a child fail to learn from a mistake right uh, failure is the best teacher if they don't want to fail, they're going to do what it takes to not fail the next time. So, uh, but anyways, that, that whole, the onus on the teacher has, has gotten heavier and heavier. And so I can just imagine if you're sitting back as a PE and health teacher, that that onus has not changed one bit just because it's an, or let's just call it an elective. It doesn't have to be PE or health, but an elective teacher. I mean, what is it if they don't pass your class or if they do, I mean, What's the big, what's the big thing there, right? But for, right. but for those core classes, it's the states looking at you, and you're getting a bad score for your district, and all this other stuff, and it's just, man, it's just too much stress. Stress is unnecessary. So, anyways, you have anything different? Anything you would have done differently? Uh, I think those are the two biggest ones. Okay. Uh, as far as everything else, maybe, you know, um, you know, my dad died two years ago. Right. Uh, I think if I could do it over again, I would have tried to have a relationship with my siblings oh. uh, or, or a better relationship with my siblings before, yeah. you know, my dad died. Right. Uh, but, you know, but that takes, that takes two or, or four in your case or, or yeah, or four, you know, and <laughs> I mean, that just, comes to it is what it is and got relate i've got i mean i've got decent relationships with them all yeah uh some are better than the others but you know it, it could always be better so right I would do that. well and then once they get married or have kids or both you know right. uh it i mean it, it now takes it from four people to now you're you're trying to you're trying to come up with a with a 12 person plan to make sure everybody's on the same page and it's just exactly. it, it's ridiculous at times and it's a lot of work it's yeah. it's it's a little too much if, if you're asking me <laughs> no i agree <laughs> so all right so uh so next i mean this is listen this is everything advice from the two guys in podcasting that you need advice from 
One hundred percent. So listen to us. That's right. Because <laughs> we're doing it right. So <laughs> that's right. Okay. So silly mistakes that you would uh, advise people to avoid. Uh, silly things or mistakes. It doesn't have to be just mistakes. But what would you advise people to avoid? Uh, I think it goes back to the money. Yeah. I always put money away. Okay. Okay. You know, don't, you know, it, I, I, I've, I was always told, you know, if you want to go out to eat, right. Uh, stay at home and eat something at, at, at the house and what you were going to spend on a meal, whether it be 15, 20, you know, however many people are with you, put that in your savings account right. instead. Right. And, and hang on. And so. and if you can come up with a plan to do that to where you still can go out, you know, like uh, you know, you're gonna go out once a week instead of four times a week. Now you're saving seventy five percent of what you would have done. Right. Right. So still go out and enjoy it every now and then, but yeah. but be frugal with it. Be understanding that it's not the end of the world if you stay in and cook yourself dinner. I always say that, and, and I never stick to it. I don't follow my own advice, but. Uh, I always say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put this amount away to go out to eat one time per pay period. Yep. And it never <laughs> happens that way. And it always sounds so good. Oh yeah, it does. But see, know, I can't do, I only get, well, I guess I could, I get paid once a month. So right. I, I mean, I have to think about four weeks worth of legitimate, what am I going to spend? What am I not going to spend? I love that I get paid once a month. You know, uh, yeah. this is the money I have. And it kind of sucks from the standpoint of there's not that second influx or potentially third or fourth influx if it's a weekly job. Yeah. But at the same time, everything hits my account. I'm like, all right, I got all the money I need to pay for whatever I got to pay for. Here's my excess or whatever. And so, uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's, you gotta, you gotta plan somehow to, to try to save something. Uh, so I, so in terms of making plans, I'd say avoid making plans. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm speaking maybe in general. Uh, if you're making plans to do something uh, like big, okay, you know you you have to try to plan that out. If you're going, if you're getting airfare, if you're getting a hotel, you have to make those reservations. But just in general, uh, making plans just to go out and do something, I'd say number one. If you don't know what's going to happen within the next week and somebody wants to know what you're going to do a week from now, hey, are you going to do this? Okay, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know, the future's not guaranteed, number one. Uh, you have everyone, number one, I think everyone needs a friend that is a last-minute kind of agreeer, right? And okay. so it works maybe backwards if you're that last-minute guy. Not everyone you call will do something last-minute. But again, that kind of goes back up to my stop caring about criticism and stop worrying about feelings. You know, right. if somebody can't go, okay, well, you should have asked them earlier. And if you didn't, okay, shame on you or whatever. Moving on to the next person. Right. right. But I'd say like, man, stop making plans. Stop making so many plans where you're trying to fill up your calendar. Ultimately. I've never, I've never really been a fan of living life just to make it to those plans. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, if you want to go out to the sushi bar and try to figure out how many egg rolls come on a plate, you go to the sushi bar when you want to. Don't make plans to go to a sushi bar. <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got three egg rolls yeah. cut in half 
you probably have nine or ten halves. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, that was the best day. That was the well, that was the best like five minutes maybe I've ever had. Usually, usually I would say something, but this girl was so funny. Oh my gosh, it but was I think awesome. We have, I think you and I sitting on the end. Being as loud and, and uh, just outspoken as we are, I think we had her flustered. I think we did too. <laughs> I yeah. think we got her. We got her egg roll math off. That was our fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll own that one. Oh, yeah, that's funny. But no, but no, really, like living, like making plans a week away. Yeah. And and having something to look forward to that's cool, but but working that week and living that week just to make it to those plans that's not fun to me. Yeah. Yep, it it makes everything monotonous up until that point. Everything, yeah, everything else, like like when we make plans to go to the lake yeah. a month ahead of time. Yep. Now everything that you're doing is is in preparation to make yeah. it to the lake. Yep, I agree with that. I agree because because that type of thing can happen pretty quickly. I yeah. mean, you can find a you can find an Airbnb or you can find a hotel. Or you can find something like that pretty last minute on something right. local or relatively local. But, uh, and even still, I think we both have connections throughout the state where if we can't find that Airbnb, we can probably find something, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but you're also, also going to put whatever it is you're working on in jeopardy of, of making a mistake or, yep. or, you know, not, not giving a hundred percent of your effort where it's needed, Yeah. you know, in preparation to, make it to your plans i agree with that uh i'd also say stop uh the silly mistake of signing up to be the coach okay and I, i'm not i'm not talking about from you know if that's your job if you're getting paid to do it i'm talking uh now you may not like this movie because it's will ferrell but i love it from the standpoint of um it's a unathletic depicted person signing up to be the soccer coach of his son's team and it's that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being the sucker that signs up to coach the kids, the kiddos, the the peewee. And I wouldn't say that I wouldn't tell you to avoid this 25, 30 years ago. Because back then winners and losers had meaning. You know, now, oh, yeah. now it's everybody has to play, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody did good. Nobody did bad, right? You can't be right. negative whenever you're criticizing your team. It only has to be positively critical. Uh, it has to be only build up. You can't tear anybody down and then build them back because that's ridiculous. Uh, right. But, man, this thing depicts the instant change. I mean, I, I need you to get past the gag reflex whenever you watch Will Ferrell movies or whenever they come on the screen. But you need you need to watch like the first, uh, man, the first thirty minutes or so of this movie. This guy's dad is ultra competitive. It's Robert Duvall, and uh, and I mean everything's a competition with his son, and it's 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 hilarious. And so, what movie is it? It's called Kicking and Screaming, and I think okay. it's on Netflix right now. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but it's definitely on my Vudu account. So if you need my Vudu login, I just bought it the other day. But uh, right it uh, man, he's he's completely unathletic, and he signs up to be the coach. Well, automatically you see 
how one thing that he says changes the little friendship he had with all these parents. It changes that little friendship, right? Because he he said something a little bit more encouraging to one set of parents than he said to another set of parents. Or he said something to one kid and his his parents are like, I don't think you should be saying that. <laughs> like there's <laughs> like it's it's he's now under the microscope. I'd say if you can get away with it, don't be the kid's coach. Be the parent that criticizes the kid's coach, which is what I yeah. was. I was the heckler of our own coach. <laughs> we we played in a time, and I'm talking about Pee Wee and Little League, where if you lost, you were a loser. Yeah. Yes. And that and that's final. You, yes. You lost. You suck. You're a loser. And if better you luck and if you didn't want to be that, you worked to get better. Right. Yep. Yep. But at the same time, you know, we got the NBA people, NBA players joining up, making mega teams and, you know, signing, you know, and they're getting paid to do this. Yeah. And so these kids nowadays, that's what they expect. They expect to be, you know, be able to make their own teams, super teams with their friends, whatever, leaving everybody else, you know, who sucks and needs to learn the game on a team and, and not looking, you know, it's just, I blame the NBA. Yep right now well listen there's a there's an aspect of the super team that makes everything that me and you went through legitimate nowadays the people who are really good recognize those people who put that work in who are really good and they want to play with the best right right they don't want to be saddled with some of these kids who took it easy but they're the best that college has to offer right now right and so I mean, they're recognizing the hard work that went into whatever, and so they want to they want to try to capitalize on that. And from that standpoint, it's you know their paycheck is all about that. So, you know, there's I think there's good and bad to what they're doing. I think it's a little bit more on the negative influence to the youth right now, like what you're saying. But uh, I mean, they see the kids who put the hard work in, and they see the best talent out there and the best. Uh, the effect of that talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyways, uh, the other one I'd say don't just to avoid getting involved in social media. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, everybody's already on it. Right. But I'm talking getting involved. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times where I've opened up social media and people use that to, to recognize, uh, trends about me. Right. Um, just, they're going to use social media to try to, to try to influence me in a certain way. Okay. And that's about as yeah. specific as I'm going to be about that. But man, if I wake up and if I wake up and turn on Instagram or whatever, then all of a sudden now I got, I got people, you know, trying to, trying to figure me out or whatever. Anyways, yeah. uh, social media to me is, is the antichrist <laughs> and it is, I, yeah. it's from the devil. 100%. I so. hate people who get their news from social media. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, such and such is about to happen. They're going to do this, this, and that. Oh, would you hear that? Oh, uh, my cousin's aunt's boyfriend uh, posted that on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't mind you following ESPN or, or MSNBC or whatever news outlets and you look at their social media accounts. Right. But your news from Joe Thanks. Blow down the street. Whatever, uh, ain't probably ain't that accurate, right? So, any other mistakes? Any other things you'd say to avoid? 
And I think we covered a lot of the biggest ones. Yeah, man, it's just money and money and time management. Yeah, agreed. All right, man. Hey, we're gonna kind of close it up here with uh, predictions for 2021. We can go sports predictions. We can go. Uh, we can go anything that you want. Okay. Uh, I'm predicting uh, COVID and everything goes back to normal uh, after Joe Biden's uh, inauguration. Okay, January 20th. Yes. Okay. Maybe the world will will come back to normal as we know it. That plateau because, everybody's looking for. Yeah, the okay. the uh, everything that the Democrats perpetrated will have worked. Okay. Biden's in office, we can do away with it. Right. And and all those things that that Trump was doing that Biden said he was going to do but somehow miraculously better are going right. to be better starting right. January 20th. Right. Okay. Okay. I, hey, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that prediction. <laughs> uh, as far as sports, let's say uh, Lakers are going to win another championship. Okay. This year, uh, so are the Chiefs. Okay. I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Okay. If this is pending, pending a signing. Okay. If the Angels get Trevor <laughs> Bauer. Okay. They will play in the World Series this year. No way. Yeah. There's no way. Bauer will yeah. have Bauer will be slated to play 30 games, but he'll only make 10 of those because of suspensions. Yeah. Hey, those are going to be 10 wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my that's my limb I'm going out on. Okay. That's that's my extreme prediction. I think I think if Bauer if they get a couple more pieces with Bauer, right? Playoffs. Playoffs. Okay. So. Uh, Okay, so for Super Bowl, you said Chiefs Seahawks. Do you have any change to that Super Bowl? Do you think that it's going to be any different based on some of the way things have worked out since we had that episode? Shoot, I might say Green Bay. Yeah, they're they're pretty hot right now. No, they're good. But uh, uh, I'll stick with Seahawks. So I said Chiefs Cardinals, and right now Cardinals are on the bubble. They have to beat they have to beat the Rams, who I think are if they're not locked in to a playoff spot, they are. Uh, one somebody's loss away, you know, yeah, not their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Cardinals play the Rams, and then the other thing is the Bears play the Packers, and the Bears have to win. If Bears win, they're in. And right. so, uh, anyways, I, I think the I think the Packers on their worst day are going to beat the Bears. I mean, yeah. divi- division rival, and it's for playoffs. I don't think they're going to play Aaron Rodgers the whole time, right. but I don't think that's going to matter. I think that they're gonna they're gonna wet the bed and play themselves out of the playoffs. Yeah, typical Bears fashion. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so my curveball for World Series, and I don't know how much of a curveball this is because this year they did good, but again, all these predictions I think for 2021 are pending. Uh, well, let's say all the predictions for the 2021 season. Okay, so this you know our Super Bowl prediction is a 2020 prediction, but. Uh, it's going to happen in what in four weeks or no 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 like six weeks something like that yeah yeah six weeks so uh so anyways it's going to happen this year the World Series prediction I'm going to say Padres are playing in the World Series this year that's who, that's who's going to beat the Angels in the World Series oh is that right yeah okay. yeah yeah man they made some they made some pretty decent signings and uh, yeah, they, and they made some huge strides with their young talent all this year. Yeah. Again, it's COVID, right? They only played 60 games or whatever it is. 
So yeah. this will be put to the 162 game test because you know that's they're not going to do another 60 game season. They're just yeah, you, you basketball's already Dodgers, started again. Right. You know the Dodgers hate full seasons, so <laughs> that's they're right. out. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but say, I think the same thing about the Lakers. I think that they took advantage. I know they have a a good team, but I think they took advantage of the shortened season or the, uh, that big delay. And then the whole blackout for the black lives matter when teams were protesting, not playing and all kinds of stuff. I mean, momentum's changed dramatically for teams. Uh, so I'm going to say that, uh, I'm going to say the bucks are built to play in the in the NBA championship. You think they're gonna you think they're gonna beat New Jersey or Brooklyn? Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh now of course I, I think that's where Harden wants to end up if he hadn't already been traded over there. But yeah. uh because I think he wants to partner. Who's who's there? It's uh, it's K D and who else? K D and Kyrie. That's right. I think I think Harden wants to be the uh the shooter. Third. Right. I think he wants to be that that number two, put KD as the number three or four or whatever. Kyrie's the disher, Harden's the shoot, the perimeter shooter, uh, maybe drive to get a foul every now and then whenever he gets the ball uh, or flop, whatever you, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, and then KD's going to be the all-around stat guy. He's going to be the triple-double getter. He's going to be uh, he's going to be the guy that you throw the ball to at the end of the game whenever you're trying to get that yeah. game-winning shot or whatever. Uh, but I think that's where Harden wants to go. Maybe that's my prediction for signings, right? Uh, Harden's, Harden's at a strip club with no mask, so he gets suspended or, or fined. Uh, and it's you know it's, he's basically sticking the middle finger up to the Rockets. I'm, I want out of here. Maybe he'll get what he wants and go to the, go to New Jersey. But I hope they trade. I hope they they misunderstand him and send him to the Knicks. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, you said. Oh, you said- uh, New York. Oh, okay. Oh, New, New York, New Jersey. That's, they're, well, they neighbor each other. The huh? anyway. that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that is funny. Oh, here, hey, guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Uh, Jack Prescott is well, going see you to later. sign with a team other than the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. And we, and we are going to have to talk uh, Joey Cook. Off the ledge. Yes, off the uh, off the social media rants, off of the uh, disowning the Cowboys completely. Uh, yes, I might I might even cheer for him to uh, win an MVP with his new team. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that's funny. I mean, oh, that would be hilarious. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if Washington loses this week and the Cowboys win? The Cowboys went from like the worst start in franchise history to winning a division with a record that's under 500. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen. Hello. <laughs> hello. Listen. Listen. <laughs> There's nothing. There is nothing that makes sense about that, but I'm all for it. Please let Listen. it happen. There is nothing the Philadelphia Eagles can do to win this week. The Washington football team is going to smack them. Okay, you don't know that. You don't I know do, that. No, <laughs> the, Eagles are, the Eagles are trash, dude. I know, but here's the deal: is that the Eagles come out and play teams they shouldn't have played, and they take them to the limit, whether they beat them or not. Uh, Washington is not that good, 
to be able to take advantage of of that last minute drive or whatever they're going to need that you know the Eagles aren't just going to lay down for. Uh, if it means keeping Dallas out of the playoffs, they might. You think the Eagles will just not play so Dallas doesn't make the playoffs? And then that way the NFC East representative doesn't have a losing record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. that's No, they're going to. If the if Washington Washington six and nine, so yeah. it doesn't matter who wins. Right. Oh God, this this is the this is the ugliest division I think in the history of sports. Hey, but here here's another prediction: next season they'll they'll all be good. Yeah, they'll all be like uh like the except NFC the West right now, where there's yeah, three teams trying to get in. Except the Giants, they suck. Yeah, the Giants have some work to do. They got to get Barkley healthy. Uh, that Daniel Jones has to, you know. Do yeah. something, and then they got to put some people around Sterling Sharp, or not Sterling Sharp, Sterling uh, Shepard. It's <laughs> uh, a blast. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, well, they, they he's got to get healthy. Yeah, but but they got to put some receivers around Shepard, uh, right? They have what's his face yeah. at tight end, who's pretty good. Um, I can't think of his name, but he's pretty decent. Ingram, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you can't have a number one receiver. And nobody else worth a darn, and then you're tight end. Like you just yeah. can't do that. Even when Witten was going crazy, he still had two receivers or three potentially that were uh, effective or highly effective in catching the balls that were thrown to him. Yeah, so I agree with that. I mean, they had Tony Romo, so you know he's better than Dak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that's what that's what 2021's bringing, baby. It's bringing yeah. it's bringing this for Dak Prescott. Check, please. Damn Oh, man. Check, please. So, oh, man. Anyways. Uh, I just hope 2021 relaxes on us a little bit. Yep. I do, too. I do, too. But, Give us a break. Yep. Let us, uh, let us breathe. You know, no pun intended for all the people yeah. that have suffered from, from breathing issues. But, uh, but, man, let us, you know. Let us get out and take the mask off every now and then. You know, when we're out yeah. at a park by ourselves in public, let's, you know, maybe we take the mask off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Agreed. Just an idea. Just, I don't know if you'll catch it, but I don't know if you won't either, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, hey, you know what? This is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by Average Joe's Media. Is that what this is? <laughs> well, Yeah. Okay, see you later. <laughs> oh, guys, man, hey, Adam, I appreciate you uh, coming on last minute. And, uh, uh, no problem. It, man, this is going to be, once I move down to San Antonio, you know, in, in a decade, this is going to be a regular thing. <laughs> in a decade, yeah, I look forward to it. That's good. We'll make the plans. We'll make plans. <laughs> that way everything from now to then is meaningless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's funny. Until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. Make sure you keep it clean. Check, please. The Average Joes are in their studio. Over in Garland, Texas. Things you think you care about. Is back for season five. With brand new guests and fun segments. For your entertainment, 
you're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe.